Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Arsenal in the Charity Shield. Yes, it's a weird time to be playing in the Charity Shield. Um, it's the end of August. Typically in other Premier League seasons, it would have started by now. But we're still in pre-season mode because of the times that we're living in at the moment with this pandemic. With this coronavirus still active to this day. Um, so yeah, it means a lot of Premier League teams have had to readjust the way of pre-season planning and that included Liverpool who went to Austria played two games against Stuttgart and Salzburg um one of the one game convincing the other game not quite as convincing um and yeah that was pretty much Liverpool's pre-season just two games but Arsenal they've had cuz they their season finished in August they only had one week of pre-season, so they were even in a worse condition than Liverpool were, essentially. But it was the FA Cup champions against the Premier League champions in contention for a McDonald's trophy called the Charity Shield. Um, whether you call it a trophy, a glorified friendly is up to you. To me, it's just a glorified friendly because there was talks of um, if Manchester City had won the FA Cup, and had gotten all the way to the Champions League final, Leeds would have had to have been the participants in the Community Shield. Which shows you that this trophy is pretty much... It doesn't hold any weight anymore. And historically, if two teams have ended in a draw, both teams would have shared the Community Shield. Obviously, that's not the case anymore. Now we are in 21st century football. That's a little fact of the day for you. Um, but yeah, there was two teams... Two teams of... Little bit underprepared, one more than the other, who competed for um this this trophy, and yeah, we'll get into what went right, what went wrong, um, what needs to be worked on in future, what mistakes still keep happening, etc. So yeah, the lineup now in goal: Allison, left back Robertson, centre back Van Dyke, Gomez, right back Nico Williams, your central midfield James Milner. Fabinho, Gini Wijnaldum and your usual front three up front. So quite a strong team from Liverpool Football Club. Um, Arsenal had a Bamiyang starting. They had some of the first team and some of their fringe players as well. So all in all, it kind of was balanced out. Liverpool missing Trent Alexander-Arnold. Henderson injured with the knee injury still. Origi's got coronavirus, I believe. Shakiri's got injury somehow. Um, Matif is injured so yeah, so yeah there's quite a few number Five players missing from Liverpool Which shows we have squad depth issues Which I will get into later um, But yeah anyway The first half starts now And if you've been to Nando's before And you order your chicken You choose a spice level There's very hot There's hot There's medium There's lemon and herb And there's plain Liverpool's first half performance was a plain Nando's. Dry. No creativity. No creativity. And I've said this before on numerous podcasts before. The same stuff keeps happening. When you ain't got any fluidity, any technical midfielders, and you have to heavily rely on your fullbacks, it's very irritating. But when you don't have Trent Alexander-Arnold, you have a, a prospects right back who are... Who some fans rate Nico Williams. Personally, I do not rate Nico Williams. He's not the one for me. But um, some Liverpool fans think otherwise. Feel free to dispute that and tell me whether I'm wrong or not. Um, 
Yeah, and you got Andy Robinson, and most of the first half creativity was heavily reliant upon Andy Robinson because you got Fabinho, Genie Ronaldo, and Milner, whose job is to only keep a rigid midfield to clean up tackles and to just keep play ticking instead of helping split the lines for our front three. And our front three was starved of service in the first half. They were starved of service in the first half. Um, yeah, not a shot on target at all in the first half. Um, Robertson, he had to cross the ball in. His his job was just to spam crosses, I believe. I think in the first half, he had five, six crosses. Um, Firmino, he was anonymous today. I did not see him at all. Um, he He'd even do the false nine thing that he's usually good at today. I know it's a friendly, so we're still in this. Are you fit? Are you not fit? But Firmino just had an off game. And Salah had an off game as well. Um, yeah, there was balls where Firmino could have been driving into the 18-yard box. But it goes anonymous. So the ball is crossed into thin air, essentially. Um, and then we got... Are the centre-backs who have to do these long diagonal passes to our front three, hoping that the, 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 we beat the low block or we land on the second ball to create a chance, which is not how we should be playing anymore. And this, ha- and this has to be rectified because eventually we are going to get found out and I will explain why. Um, Nico Williams defensively had a shocker, um, but he was up against a Bamiyang world-class player. Um, Arsenal had one counter-attack. Not even that. Like, this wasn't even a counter-attack. This was just nice build-up play from Arsenal. Ball is whipped into the box. Um, no, sorry. Ball is whipped in across, cross field, across the pitch. Nico Williams is playing... It's like he's playing centre-back. He's too narrow. And Aubameyang finds himself in abundance of space. Ball falls to Aubameyang. Takes on easily this academy prospect. Curls in the ball past Allison, 18-yard box. Whips it in, ripples the net, 1-0 to Arsenal. And from there, Arsenal were kind of looking comfortable. They were growing in confidence. Liverpool were very stagnant. Couldn't find a way of how to create chances. And when the front three were on the ball, they were doing these unnecessarily 1-2 flicks that always broke down consistently. I don't know why we keep doing the same thing. I've said it before on the same podcast, when we don't click, it's very annoying. So it's like I'm, I'm, I'm retributing the same information to you guys, which I don't want to be doing. But And there's a solution for this. There is a solution. And this uh, I'll, I'll get into that later. But yeah, in the first half, no shots on target at all. Um, Nico Williams did have a half-decent cross into the box. James Milner arguably should have hit the target, but he went under the ball instead of over the ball, and that's why the ball went over the bar. Second half starts now, no changes um, at the start of the second half, which was irritating. Um, And then finally, after 55 minutes, we get a shot on target. Andy Robertson, again, heavily reliant to be our creator. Sadio Mane does a darting run, Catches um, the right back off guard. A lovely through ball from Robertson. He's one on one with Martinez. Ball, Martinez saves it. Um, yeah, that was our first shot on target after 55 minutes. And then eventually Klopp got fed up and made substitutions. Takumi Minamino comes on. Um, who came off? 
I think Firmino came off. Firmino came off. I think he came off. And Keita came on. And Nico Williams came off. And then we had Fabinho playing centre-back. We had Gomez playing right-back. We had um, Keita in midfield, obviously. We had Firmino. No, sorry. We had Salah playing central striker. And I think Minamino was on the left and Sadio Mane was on the right. So that was what we was experimenting with. And then we finally started to be fluid. Fluid. Show some fluidity. What a shock that it takes 65 minutes for Liverpool to wake up and show fluidity. I don't understand why we keep suffering by putting ourselves through the same shit constantly. By not starting Cater, by not starting um, a technical midfielder, because you get different results, you get the right results. You see, the Liverpool of old were a bit more aggressive. Um, yes, we were still spamming crosses, yes. But then finally, after 70 minutes, um, nice build up play between Salah and Minamino. Ball ricochets off Salah, then it ricochets off Cedric, then the ball falls to Minamino. Who just taps it in past uh, Martinez. Liverpool equalise. 1-1 Liverpool. Takumi Minamino scores his first goal. And hopefully he kicks on now. It wasn't in a competitive game, yes. But the fact he scored, it will give him an abundance of confidence now. Um, Hopefully. And hopefully he puts pressure on Firmino to be on job. or, Or to get him off the front three. As I'll get into squad depth issues later. Um, and then we make another substitution. Curtis Jones comes on. Um, I can't remember who came off. I can't remember who came off. Oh, God. I think Salah came. No, Salah didn't come off. He didn't come off. Someone came off. Someone came off for Curtis Jones. And... I remember Brewster coming on, Genie Wijnaldum coming off. But this was in the 90th minute. Um, so Brewster never got a touch of the ball. He came on with one minute to go. And I'm going to get into why that's very bad. Why you should not have done that, Jurgen Klopp. We'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, but then the rest of the second half, after that little period where we scored the equaliser, Arsenal found themselves on on top. They had the ball more. Um, they had a few half chances, but none of them was effective enough. So yeah, the ball if the game goes to penalties essentially, um, so yeah, it goes to penalties, and this is where I got annoyed at Jurgen Klopp. Remember when I said Brewster didn't touch the ball at all when he came on? So the penalties in order, I'll let you know who took the penalties. Salah took a penalty, uh, Curtis Jones took a penalty, Brewster took a penalty, Minamino took a penalty, um, Fabinho took a penalty. Remember I said Brewster, again, never had a touch of the ball. So Salah scores, Arsenal player scores, Fabinho scores, Arsenal player scores. Brewster is up now for a penalty. His first touch is going to be... His first touch is going to be taking a penalty. Pressure situation. As a young player, 
No, scratch that. As a footballer in general, you need a touch of the ball to settle yourself into the game, to get yourself in a game environment. And I think Jurgen Klopp done this on purpose. He put Brewster under this unnecessary pressure. You now have to score a penalty in a charity shield game, in a pressure situation. So Brewster steps up, takes the penalty. It hits the crossbar, it goes over. That was his first touch. Am I surprised he missed? No. I knew this was going to happen. I wrote a tweet saying Jurgen Klopp brought on Brewster so that he can miss a penalty. So then he can use that as an excuse to send him on loan. And now he's got it. The first part of that job is complete. He made him miss a penalty. So then Curtis Jones takes a penalty, scores that one. And now it's up to Aubameyang. If he scores, uh, they win. So then Aubameyang scores the penalty. Arsenal win the charity shield game. And now Brewster's confidence shattered to pieces. Thank you, Jurgen Klopp. Our natural young goal scorer. Who scored two phenomenal goals. Two phenomenal goals against Salzburg on Tuesday. You have now destroyed his confidence. Because you've now put him in a pressing situation where you wanted him to take a penalty and hit the crossbar, it goes over. So now you're going to be like, oh, do you want to get your confidence back, lad? Let's send you on loan. When we should be keeping Brewster, because he's our only natural goal scorer. And he's our only one that can even put a threat up to the likes of Firmino, the likes of Salah, who, don't, who aren't clinical enough, who are not clinical enough. And now we're going to have this issue where we're going to have a, 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 our squad depth is going to stink once again. Similarly to last season where we had no squad depth and the 18-19 season where we had no squad depth. It's like Jurgen Klopp is in love with having a thin squad. And this is worrying. It's worrying. The front three are becoming stale. I'm worried they are going to become stale. Yes, we have had pre-seasons bad in the past before. Last season, we came away with a trophy, two trophies, three trophies even. Super Cup, Premier League, um, Club World Cup. But remember, in December, our squad was depleted of squad depth. Because we have, what injuries? We have injuries. Trent is injured, Henderson injured. What if this happens during the season? What if our front three gets injured? It's going to happen. God willing, it doesn't happen. Touch wood, it doesn't happen. But I've, it's going to happen. And we need them and we need competition. Origi's not the answer. We saw that last season. Shakiri's permanently injured. He's not the answer either. Brewster, young, hungry, natural goal scorer. We haven't had a young, natural, hungry goal scorer since Daniel Sturridge. And who remembers how clinical Daniel Sturridge was? Why you want to send this kid on loan? Because reasons. Because he... He is the answer that could potentially right our wrongs. Jurgen Klopp, this was a disgusting move from you to allow Brewster to take a penalty that he was always, he was definitely going to miss. I had no doubts he was going to miss that penalty because he never got a touch of the ball. If you brought him on the 80th minute and he had five touches of the ball, his confidence wouldn't have been shattered. But because you've brought him on in that pressing situation, he's now going to feel like shit. But I hope Brewster is able to overcome that adversity and even become a better player.
But yeah, I have to say, I have not talked about Arsenal. Congratulations to Arsenal winning the charity shield. It seems that Arteta has got them in the right frame of mind in terms of being resilient. And that's what Arsenal have been missing. They've now won a second trophy, quote-unquote trophy, um, however you want to label it. And it's quite fitting for Aubameyang to score the winner when Chadwick Boseman passed away due to Cologne cancer. So rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman there. Um, but yes, squad depth issues is, is worrying. It's very worrying for Liverpool. Um, but the good thing about these kind of games in pre-season is you learn more when you lose than when you win. When you when you, you learn way more and you have a, a deeper fight, a greater fight to show come the Premier League season. We now have to wait two weeks until we play Leeds in the opening game at Anfield. Um, hopefully Henderson is back by then. Hopefully Trent Alexander-Arnold is back by then. Because we need squad depth, boy. Hopefully, um, we would have placed a bid for Thiago. Yes, as you've seen, um, there's been a lot of transfer rumours in the last month about Thiago. Thiago's desire of wanting to come to Liverpool. And whether a contact will be made, I don't know. But right now, do we definitely need Thiago? Absolutely. Did you see the state of our midfield today? Thiago could be the orchestrator that we needed. Where it, we help, he helps us split lines. He helps Gagan press, counter press well. He does everything Genie can do, but even much more significantly better. And if Genie Wijnaldum doesn't want to sign this contract, Thiago is a ready-made, ready replacement. He's ready. Who cares one year to go? If you want to prove your intent by staying on top, you need to sign Thiago, Jurgen Klopp, Michael Edwards, FSG. One of you have to take control and make sure this is finalised. And I also want to see Patson Dakar or Musa Diaby or Eshmila Saar. One of these front three players got to come to Liverpool. Yes, Minamino showed his score today, but we need competition for our front three. This is going to be their fourth year starting now. And now, and I now believe that all three of them will believe their, their plots are secured. And it would be secure. Why would it not be secure? They help us win the Champions League and the FA and the, F, and, and the Premier League and, and all the other trophies. But we need to keep them on their heels. They are 28, going to be 29 years old this coming season. We need to show that we have competition ready to replace one of them if they drop off in form. Because if they drop off in form, they just know they're going to keep starting. That's another issue that needs rectifying. And we also need to find a different way of playing. Instead of this, when we don't, when we, when we don't have a technical midfielder, because we are starving every time Cater doesn't start, of uh, players being technical and running the lines and all this other stuff. And yeah, and maybe we might need the centre-back as well. But there's still another month to go in the transfer window. This upcoming season is going to be the toughest in, in our quest to defend the Premier League title. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. It's been quite a mouthful, I know. Um, next week is international break. And then we are back to it in terms of Liverpool versus Leeds in the, op- in the opening Premier League game for Liverpool FC so thank you guys for listening to LFC reactions like share subscribe 
if there is any transfer news with regards to Thiago or anybody else, I know I, I missed one with that Greek left back, um, but I'm trying to get in the ball of dropping more podcasts for you guys. So thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Tune in next time. Cheers. Thank you.